Welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. The three keys to your success is just moments away. Here's your host, Brian Kelly. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. I am so excited, so happy you're all here. We have an amazing show lined up for you tonight. Immense value, as always, with yet another highly successful entrepreneur who is waiting in the wings. She's coming on shortly. You don't want to miss this show. You're in for a big ride. Let's get going. The Mind Body Business Show, what is that all about? Well, about 10 years ago, I began focusing on only successful people and wanted to understand what it was that made them tick. How did they achieve greater levels of success than, say, I did? What was it they were doing? Um, what were the habits that they had developed? How did they think? What did they do like physically? What did they act on? How did they go about their daily lives? And when I started doing that and really taking note all along the way, and these are people I know personally, these are people that I've only read from books and never met. These are from people that aren't even with us anymore on this planet. And what I learned was three patterns kept bubbling up to the top. Three patterns that I like to call the three patterns of success. And you might be able to guess what those are by now. It's the name of this show. So mind, what is that? That's all about mindset. So all of these successful people to a person had a very, very successful, powerful, and flexible mindset. Flexible uh, being the key, powerful being right behind it. And they knew and found ways to become positive very quickly, even in the light of very negative events. So they, they knew how to control their attitude. And that was phenomenal. Uh, so I thought, wow, I want to learn that and have since done that. And then body. Body is literally about taking care of yourself. And that's both from an external and an internal vantage point. External being exercise. So that's working out, exercising on a regular basis. Doesn't mean you have to go crazy. It just means get out and exercise or do it inside. Just continue to do that on a regular basis. And then inside is nutrition. What are you ingesting? Both food and liquid. And that's another trait of successful people. They always take took very good care of themselves that way. And then business, one of my faves, because business is multi, multi, multi-faceted. There are things that these successful people needed to master to become as successful as they were. And these are things like marketing, sales, team building, uh, systematizing, leadership. There are, there are so many facets to it. I could go on and on and on. This is just a tiny, tiny example of it. And you might ask, well, how does any one person become a master at so many skill sets? And the answer to that is you don't have to. It's just one skill set. If you can master that, that it will lead into you being able to surround yourself with those who have it. And that is the skill set of leadership. I mentioned that as one of them. So once these individuals had mastered leadership, they could now scale their business by bringing in those individuals that had those skills, those skill sets that they had not yet acquired or took the time to learn. Because to be honest, one person will learn every skill set that's needed to build and maintain and grow a thriving business. I don't know if one could complete them all in one lifetime, uh, to be honest. And so those are the three main uh, pillars or patterns of success, mind, body, business. This show is all about you. It's about it's about entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. It's for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And I mean for successful entrepreneurs. This is here to help you to achieve success, this whole show. The whole purpose is, is to show you what makes other successful people such as our guest who's coming on, Julie Caraccio, can't wait for you to meet her. And you're going to learn different things that she has implemented that helped her become successful. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to dig deep. Uh, it won't be painful, I promise, Julie. I know you're on. The, you're watching. And we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to learn a lot of great stuff. Uh, real quick, another great, great attribute of very successful people is to a person, they are avid readers. And this is not something I took on uh, for quite some time. In fact, it's I've only been an avid re reader for perhaps the last decade or so. Prior to that, I read zero, nothing. I didn't like reading. 
until I learned about this thing called Audible and I could listen to books. I said, oh my. So now I'm, uh, I can't get enough of them. And that is the other great quality of highly successful people. And with that, I'd like to segue into a little segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Yeah, there you see it on the side, ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. And a real quick note for those of you watching live, even if you're listening to the podcast afterward, just take notes. Get out that old-fashioned piece of paper and that writing instrument. You know, remember those things called a pen? And take notes. Write these resources down, like ReachYourPeakLibrary.com, rather than getting distracted and opening up a browser on your computer or jumping over on your phone to tap in that URL. Here's why. It's because the magic happens in the room. And yes, this is a virtual room. It's all about the attention that you're paying. You know, what are you paying attention to and focusing on? Uh, it, this happened a lot when I spoke from stage. I've spoken from stage uh, for several years teaching students. And I would see people get up and leave the room right as I know I'm getting to the meat. That it's that one thing I would hate for them to miss. And I'd really hate for you to miss any golden nuggets that Julie has for us tonight. And this show is about Julie. She's an amazing young woman who's going to really bring you some great value tonight. And so just stay with us. Take notes. I take notes myself and I'm running the show here. So uh, I'm not asking you to do anything I wouldn't do. And it's 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 your choice. But I would recommend that you just stay on board with us here on the show and take really good notes. So reachyourpeaklibrary.com. So that is actually a website that I had developed with you in mind, the entrepreneur, the person looking for more success than you currently have. So it really doesn't matter where you are right now in your walk, in your entrepreneur walk. If you're just starting out, if you're midway or you're raging success, you're gonna find a book in here that will speak to you. And what I did was I only compiled a list of those books I personally have completed reading and I vet each one of these personally because each one of these in this list had a profound effect on me, either business or personal wise. And the reason I put this together was to help someone like you so that now you can at least go to a resource where, you know, at least one successful entrepreneur has vetted it so that your odds of not wasting time listening or reading a book are increased and now you can be more efficient, have more efficient use of your time. So that is reachyourpeaklibrary.com. That is basically our gift to you, the, the viewer and listener. Uh, it's, it's all the links there go straight to Amazon. It's not much of a money-making website. That's not the purpose of it. It's to gift it to you. And speaking of gifts, that's right. Our guest expert's coming on right now, and she is an absolute gift. Let's bring her on right now, shall we? Here we go. It's time for the Guest Expert Spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there she is, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Julie Caraccio. How are you doing this evening, Julie? Hey, Brian. I am thrilled to be here, and thanks for having me. And thank you for all you're doing to support entrepreneurs. I wish there would have been a resource like you when I was starting out. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. And, you know, I used to say stuff like, I wish that that existed back then. And I'm glad it didn't uh, for you because you wouldn't have gotten the life experience that's catapulted you to where you are now had you been uh, distracted by someone like me. <laughs> so I... Uh, this is phenomenal. You're a blessing for coming on. Thank you for coming on. You're spending an hour of your time and you're just hanging out there in North Carolina. And it's already, what, almost nine o'clock p.m. there. And I appreciate you. Your time is valuable and I honor that and respect it. And everyone that's watching, I do the same with you. So let's get into it uh, as a result of saying all that. Oh, before we jump in, real quick reminder, stay on. If you're watching live, you have to stay on live to the very end. And I will announce a way for you to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort in Mexico. Compliments of TheBigInsiderSecrets.com, that big red orb you see up there in the upper right of your screen if you're watching live right now. And uh, we give that, that away every single show, every week. We give away a vacation stay. And yes, I promise you will be uh, allowed to travel very, very soon. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, 
And so you'll be that one carrying the, the ticket and saying, I get to go. And you'll be the first one out of your house. Uh, and so be that person. So stay on to the end. Uh, so let's bring on Julie officially and formally, shall we? Julie Caraccio is an award-winning professional life and end-of-life organizer and certified life coach. She is passionate about supporting people in clearing clutter in all areas of their lives. Oh my, I could use some clutter clearing. <laughs> Getting organized and becoming more mindful and aware. She hosts the popular self-help podcast, Clearing the Clutter Inside and Out, and is the author of, get this, 10 books. 10, including the Got Clutter? 365, 365 journal prompt series, uh, phenomenal, unbelievable, 10. And she's got more in the works. I can't wait to uh, share that with you. And she works, Julie works with people from all over the world. So I just want to once again, officially welcome you to the show, Julie. And thank you once again for coming on. And this is going to be fun. We're going to have a lot of fun as well. And we're going to provide a lot of value. We already have comments coming in. My goodness, this is phenomenal. Hello, Kareen Willett. She says, thank you from Facebook. Thanks for coming on. And we do love comments. We love interaction. Mm -hmm. Ask questions. Uh, this is a show for you, like I said in the beginning. And with that, Julie, like I, I like to open the show with a similar question with each entrepreneur because it kind of sets the table. You know, reading a bio tells us a lot about you, the person, your successes, your accomplishments, and it's phenomenal. And what I like to do is then take that and then now let's dive a little deeper. What is it? The first the first word of this show, let's see my finger get right there. The first word of this show is about mind, mind, a mindset. And that's what I like to really tap into because in my humble opinion, one's mindset is the foundation of mm -hmm. any success you currently have or don't have. Either way, it's all on, on the person and individual. So for you, you know, being an entrepreneur, as you know, is not all just mm -hmm. uh, hammocks and, and umbrella drinks and we just swing in the sunset and watch the money roll in. It's a lot of work and it, mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh, setbacks that we go through. Uh, for you, when you get up in the morning and you know the days ahead, what keeps you going every single day? What is that driving, motivating factor that goes through your brain, that big, beautiful brain of yours, when you get up to get you going, to know that you can power through anything that hits you during the day? I think if there's one thing we've learned during this coronavirus and current events is we're all interconnected. And so what gets me excited is supporting people and clearing their clutter so they can share their gifts with the world. What a different world we would live in if everyone had cleared their clutter and were sharing the, their gifts, if they were following their passion, you know, there would be less anger. There'd be less hate. It would be a completely different world. And when I see someone else sharing their gifts and knowing that I had something to do with that, I'm like, wow, mm. it's not about me. It's about them because you, everyone has all their wisdom within. It's my job to support them in finding it, but I want people to be passionate. I want people to wake up every day like me and be like, yes, let's get the day started. I'm here world. Let's rock and roll. Oh, wow. Uh, you got me excited. I mean, shoot. Can, can I just, I'm just going to play that when I get up. I'm going to put that on a recording. I'll put it on the, you know, on my bows and play it loud and just have Julie wake me up in the morning and all inspired and ready to go. I'm not kidding. That was awesome. Did you feel a passion in her as she's saying that? So, you know, being an entrepreneur, there's a lot of emotion. Uh, there's emotion involved in business. Uh, people buy and make decisions based on their emotions. So if you can get folks into a positive state, when you're about to go through a sales process, then then you're more apt to get the sale. And I'm not I'm saying doing this with integrity, with character, mm -hmm. as Julie would do and does. Mm -hmm. uh, but what about you? What if you're not exhibiting that very behavior you're trying to and hoping to elicit from them? Then it's going to be a little bit more difficult if you're down, if you're depressed. People know. I mean, if, mm -hmm. if your body language, your inflection, your breathing patterns, all that goes into it. And right there, Julie just woke my butt up. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. Julie is on it. Um, we talked about, or I talked about books in the beginning, uh, the opening of the show and how important they are for many entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs uh, to continue to read. And I was curious if you felt the same way and are, are you one of those avid readers? Absolutely. And I'm thrilled that you have a resource for everyone on your website, because I think that's so important because what might work for someone else might not work 
for another person. And so it's about figuring out what works best for you. Growing up, my parents, I, since a child, would read before bed. So that's part of my daily routine to help get me to ready to go to slumber is that I read and I read all the time and I feel off if I don't read. And that, that might sound a little weird, but it's true. Yeah. And it's, it's, it kind of feeds you, doesn't it? Depending Absolutely. On and I, I believe anyone that writes also reads a lot. I think reading allows you to be a better writer. And so I think that's very important. And, you know, I loved how you talk about people are going to be able to read your energy because even if they can't articulate it, they're picking up on it because everything's energy. Whether you believe that from a physics perspective or a spiritual perspective, they'll be like, eh, something was off or, oh, you know what? I really like that. I don't know what I can, maybe can't describe why I like that person, but I want to be around them. I want to learn from them. That is phenomenal. And boy, you said, you said one incredible golden nugget right there. And that was reading helps you to become a better writer. I could not agree more. Uh, for those of you that are have not written a book or struggling with writing that first book, or maybe you're on to a second or third, but you're you're hitting that wall, reading more books is a great way to get out of the funk and to move forward. You can you inherently learn writing style that's going to fit you. Uh, you inherently see how big a book is, how thick it is. You you know if one resonates with you, maybe pick up that style and then make it your own. Yeah. You're so right because you know you start you start mimicking others that you learn from you know that's what we all do as humans right we model others from Absolutely. what we've learned mm -hmm. and so if you read really uh thought-provoking and mind and body nurturing material then you're going to write in a similar manner so make sure the books are of high quality mm -hmm. uh that they've been vetted by somebody at least look at amazon reviews at a very minimum uh and make sure that you're feeding your mind something good but thank you for that that's a Phenomenal tip for anyone writing books. And this young lady should know, I mean, 10 already done. How many more in the works? I have four that'll come out in the fall and I'm working on a longer book that will come out next year. Fantastic. Yeah. And we have we have folks coming on saying hello. Eric Zuli, he's love the framing of your show. Keep up the good work. Thanks, you. Thanks, Eric. I uh, appreciate you. And another friend of mine from the East Coast as well, Mr. Mike Mastriani, the laws of attraction, they work in every industry or career for sure. For sure. And this guy should know, uh, believe me, I know him personally. Uh, appreciate you, Mike, uh, for coming on and engaging. Awesome, keep coming, oh, and here we go. Karen Willett, reading does develop creative inspiration. Absolutely, thank you, Karen. Keep them coming, keep the comments coming. And if you have questions for Julie, by all means, drop those in there too. We will select as many as we possibly can throughout the evening. We will be here for about three more hours. I'm kidding. Uh, we'll be here for a grand total of an hour. So we have uh, we have a ways to go. We're doing good. We're doing good. Uh, let's see. So you are in an interesting field. Uh, the one that really struck me as being unique is the end of life uh, part of the business that you work in. And if that's not what you want to concentrate on tonight, that's okay. We can move on. Uh, but I'm curious. Just, I'm just always curious. Uh, how does that work? What's your clients? Uh, what do you do for people in that kind of situation? Well, it's about preparing for the end of life. And I believe if you've embraced death, you can live your life fully. Because in a lot of cultures, and especially I believe in our culture here in America, there is a sphere of death. You know, we look at it with women doing plastic surgery and trying to appear younger. Now there are a bunch of other things behind that as well. But we have this fear of the unknown. You know, people fear change. Why do they fear change? Because, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? I have no control over it. Well, we're all going to die. And so what gets me excited is helping people prepare so that it allows them to have a great quality of life. And the thing is, it's not just a gift to you or for you, it's for your family and people who you love. I can't tell you, I've already lost people that I love, friends, family. And when you haven't prepared for death, you don't allow people to grieve you. They can't spend the time honoring you or saying their final goodbyes or having a ceremony if, you ha if they're trying to find your password or to how to get to the key for the lockbox at the bank. That, adds an additional layer of stress. And what motivated me to do this was about two or three years ago, my father said to my brothers and me, I want you to come and I want you to meet 
with my account and my attorney. And the other thing I want to emphasize is you don't have to be a billionaire to worry about your assets. What else is important, such as your legacy? What do you want people to remember about you? What do you want to pass on? Maybe you don't write a book, but maybe you put together something for the people that you love to read, like, hey, these are the values that meant the most to me in my life. And I hope that I'm able to share that with you. So my father had this meeting with the accountant, the attorney, and I have to admit, I got teary eyed. I'm like, oh, my dad, I don't even think about my parents and leaving. But you know what? I had a sense of peace after that meeting because we were able to say, here are my questions. We need to look into A, B, and C. Here are my concerns. And I have to share this story because it's really funny. So during this meeting, my father says, I want you to buy the cheapest casket, what they bury poppers in, the least expensive item on the menu. And then he said, when your mother overrules me and wants to buy the most expensive letter. And you know, so there was that lighthearted moment. But when my father makes that next journey, I'm going to have peace of mind and not have to worry about putting everything together. So it's a combination of wanting people to live life fully and think about what they want to pass on and to leave their loved ones less stressed when they go on to the next adventure. Yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah, so many people avoid the whole concept of death. I mean, you know, no one really wants to think about it, uh, to be honest. I mean, I'm honest. I, I don't like to think about much of it or concentrate too much on it, but it is, I think, valuable lesson to be prepared for it. Uh, my mom suffered from breast cancer for a long Sorry. time, 15 years. Mm -hmm. It eventually took oh. her. So we had plenty of time to prepare as a result that, the, you know, my poor mom suffered greatly, especially yeah. toward the end. And it, it's good to have that preparation. We were ready to say goodbye. Uh, I mean, you're never ready, but you know, right. you know what I mean? It was yeah, uh, absolutely. easier to do it. And yeah, I just, I miss her dearly. Um, but let's move in, into now also you're a life coach for those who are still with us and planning to stick around we hope for a long time what type of what is your avatar or your ideal client when it comes to life coaching is it an entrepreneur is it a business is it a corporation is it all of the above what do you, who do you work with and what exactly do you do for them in the life coaching arena well so I work with people, if I were to say the one common thread is that they're ready to change. They're stuck, they know something's off, they're like, what's my next move? I don't, so that could be working with a fellow entrepreneur, working with women who are professional organizers and like, I'm trying to figure out my niche, how do I navigate this market? And then people who just know, you know what? I'm not happy, I'm stuck and I'm ready to make a change. One of the things I always say to people who, want to work with me is be ready to change. I said, cause you know, don't waste your time or your money because if you're not ready to do the work, then nothing's going to change. And I have no judgment against people who are like, you know what, I'm not ready to make that. That's okay. That's okay. But if you're willing to commit, then you can change your life. If you're not, if you don't want to do the work, then nothing's going to change. So the common thread is people are like, I've, I've, I need help. What direction can I go in? And I need to figure it out. And one thing that's really important to me is we all have the answers within. So I just view myself as supporting people and figuring out what's best for me. I don't know what's best for you. And it's so about mining that information and that soul wisdom for you to figure out what are your next steps? Where do you want to go? That's, that's really cool and interesting. And, you know, it's, it's, sim it's similar. You know, I think there's a lesson there where you said that your your clients are those that are ready for and willing to change. Yeah. And isn't that true of any customer of almost any product or service? They're ready for or willing for something new in their life, whether it's a, a gadget or whether it's a service that you're providing, they're willing to put forth the effort on their end, which is maybe just pay for the product and then take it and enjoy it, or to engage with someone like you, Julie, in mm -hmm. life coaching, to get coached, to be allowed uh, to be open to have those questions asked that need to be asked to, like you said, mine the data from them to find out where is it that we can make these improvements. And it's really important for all entrepreneurs, all business people to understand that not every client is ready and yeah. those that aren't move on. And right. it's not anything mean. It's just not going to be a valuable use of your time uh, and you won't be doing them any favors either. 
Can I bring up a thought on that? That there's Please. something that I did this year that was really valuable to me, and I want to share it because I think sometimes as entrepreneurs we can be afraid to make a decision, thinking, "Oh no, if I do this, am I going to lose clients?" And it's about trusting the process, knowing yourself, and knowing what clients you work with. So at the beginning of this year, and I think. One of the things I bring into my, I love people. I want to see you succeed. I want to see you happy in life. And as you've mentioned, not everyone's ready to make the change. They might take those first couple steps, but then they get scared. And so at the beginning of this year, I said, I don't want any clients that aren't ready to do the work. They aren't willing to do the work. And again, no judgment for that. And you know what? I didn't have some clients for a while. Business went down for a little bit, but you know what? That's changed. And I'm excited because I honored myself and what I needed to do, and I trusted the process. And one thing you have to get used to as an entrepreneur, you're gonna have up and downs. You're not always gonna have business 24 seven. Now, maybe there's some rare people that, that that's just how it is for life for them. Like maybe that's Tony Robinson's life, your Robin's life, he has you know a, a thousand million waiting list or whatever. But it was important to me to have integrity with myself and what was important to me. And when I honored that, it worked out and then the right clients came to me and it made all the difference in the world. It's amazing when you make decisions like that, how things kind of come into a layman, isn't it? It's uh, mm -hmm. it happens yeah. so often and that's because you're coming from a mindset of abundance, not scarcity, knowing that it's going to happen and it may take longer to build up the clientele, but if you have clients that aren't willing to do the work, then they really, they become kind of a cancer to your business mm -hmm. because they now do. you're spending all that extra time trying to lift them and push them and help them to get to that point of being accepting to doing the work and engaging full bore. Now you could have been bringing on those clients that like you are now attracting that are a fit for you that are ready to put in the work. And yeah, I've, I've turned away people and just said, look, we're not a fit. Uh, this isn't going to work out. Maybe we're going to do like seminar business. Like we're going to do another one in six months. And if you're still interested, give me a call then. But right now you're not ready. And oh, but please, please, please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry not ready um so next you have to be able to say no be willing to say no uh just as important as saying yes for all the reasons stated already so fantastic when i first started my business in 2009 so i'm here in the south the south's kind of i would say non-progressive there are pockets of north carolina where i live but i was the first eco organizer in the state of north carolina so that meant that i specialized in being green for residential and business. So bringing in eco organizing tips. And when I first started, people like, man, just shut your business down. There is no way you're going to be able to survive and do that in this where we live. And I said, you know what? I can't separate who I am. And I never hold a gun to people's head and say, you must be green. But it's about educating and giving opportunities and giving options. And you know what? I found great success with it. I won a national award. I won a regional award. And, you know, my business is kind of interesting. People are like, oh, what is it that you do? But it was a big deal. I was unique when I won the regional award. There wasn't anyone else like me. And I followed my heart. I listened, again, bringing it back to integrity. And I was rewarded for that. So that's, again, centering and saying, what is my inner wisdom? What is it that I need to do? And not listening to the naysayers and people who say it can't be done. Well, guess what? It can and it it can. That's another great lesson right there. This is this is so fun. This is so fun because you know that is such a lesson for everyone. Do not listen to the naysayers. If you have something you know can impact uh, people in a positive way then and you're absolutely certain of it and you have a great why behind why you're doing it you have all the tools to take this to the end and then you said something there wasn't anyone else like me how lonely could that feel uh at, at times when mm -hmm. there's no one else doing what you do especially where you live and you kind of feel like you're out on an island and nobody's there to support you yet you stuck through it you you kept going and you crossed the finish line you finished the race because you didn't listen and oftentimes, isn't it true, Julie, oftentimes the biggest naysayers, I'm not saying this has happened to you, but the biggest mm -hmm. naysayers can be your very own family and those closest to you. When I won my award, so I was out in Los Angeles and my father's so funny. He didn't want to jinx me, but he thought, oh yeah, there's no way 
she's going to win. And he had a concern when I'm like going out on my own and doing the business. And then I'm the weird kid and I'm adding green into it. And, you know, he was good. He didn't say that he had a fear and thankfully he didn't express it, but yeah, absolutely. And again, that's when you have to dig deep. You have to have that stick to There's one thing I will never be outworked. No one mm -hmm. will ever outwork me. I've been like this my entire life. It's hard work, but you know what, when I'm passionate, it's not work. It's like, okay, you know, like right now, I'm like, oh, doing something boring, like transcribing my podcast. But I'm like, that needs to be done. We got to get all those up. That helps everything. But it's like, I know what the end result will be. I know that this is a step and to keep running and to keep moving. And it's a little part that's going to help on that. So, you, you know, sometimes if you don't have support, you've just got to dig deep within. And I also say, find those people that support you. You know, they might end up being uh, becoming a lifelong friend and find that tribe that's going to say, hey, you know what? You can do it. We believe in you. My goodness. You, you've, you like have done this for a little while, I can tell. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I, and so many. I mean, I, I can I can hear all the books you've written, you know, just coming out uh, because I will never be at work. That is such a powerful statement. I love that. I resonate with that. I do 10 to 12 hours a day, every day. Uh, people go, what are you doing this weekend? I go, is it the weekend? Is it coming? I don't even know what a weekend is. Uh, and it's out of love and passion for doing what we do. Not, I don't look at it as work. What's your hobby? And you know, people look at you weird if you say you don't have one. They say, you need to get a hobby. I said, I don't need a hobby. I got a business that I love. I would rather do that than go out spending three hours and golfing most of the time. I go once or twice a year. And I'm, I used to be an avid sports buff. Uh, it's, I love doing what I do more than that stuff. Uh, now I love spending time with my wife for sure and make time for that. And we go out, but of course, yeah. you know, uh, you know, so family uh, for me is always first, but I love what I get to do. And if you don't, I'm talking to other people, of course, here, Julie, uh, mm -hmm. that are watching and listening, then maybe rethink that and look for something else that might be something you desire more. This happened to me recently. I was just telling Julie, uh, right before we got came on live, I recently completely changed my business model. I was a fitness in the fitness industry for seven years. And last year I did a complete shift over to automation. Like we're talking geekville here and I love it. I am so much happier. I, I loved fitness and I was happy doing it. I wasn't as happy as I could be. And I didn't even realize that my true passion was in automating the bejeebers out of business processes from websites to software to you name it. Um, oh, this is a perfect question that just came in. Uh, we got two of them actually. Great. Thank you, everyone. So Mike Mastriani asked, what are the basis of your books? Yeah, we didn't even touch on that. Um, I, it was in the, in the bio, but we kind of blew on past that, or I did. What are your books? You have a whole series. What is it about and uh, who does it help? Okay, great. Thanks for the question, Mike. So we yeah. have, I have a book, we have the journal prompt series, and I have a book called Clear Your Clutter Inside and Out, which is based on the name of my podcast, and it also has a companion workbook. And so that's 21 standalone chapters to help you declutter your life. And it's a little more hand-holding than the journal prompt books. And that was very, uh, I did that purposefully. It's for people like you have take action items, like give you examples, real life examples from my life and clients that I worked with. So it's clearing your clutter physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And then my bonus chapter on energetic clutter, because that gets me excited as well. And then the other books are all part of the journal prompt series. And so what the purpose of that was, is we all have the wisdom within, which I've mentioned several times. And so what I did with that book is showed you how to take action, how to create a game plan to move forward. And then you have all the questions to answer. And I did a little something a little different that I haven't seen in other journal prompt books. And so I have two questions on a page and then I have a line with a little Lotus. Like if you'd seen a legal pad, think legal pad. Yeah. And I did that so you can write your response. And then after you've done that, take the meat. What is most important of everything that I wrote? And again, Put, and then you can take that on the other side and say, okay, this is what's most important in the answer to the question. When people have a lot of clutter in their lives, whether it's mental clutter, they tend to get overwhelmed. And so this was just an additional step if people want to take to suss out the information and make it easier. So the journal prompts are more do it yourself. I 
take you through how to uh, move forward, but it was really about accessing your own wisdom and clear clutter inside and out is go, delves into 21 different ways to declutter your life. Fantastic. I need decluttering. Uh, definitely. You should see uh, my environment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny. Uh, so many people say what you said before we came on about how organized I was. And I, I, am, I laugh because I am far from it. It's because the automation I put in place that made it. And it's not to make it look like it's organized. It's just to get the job done. <laughs> but it's so funny. I've heard that comment so many times. It's like, oh, if you only knew. <laughs> uh, and here's another great question. Oh, yeah. And Mike said, Great. Thank you. You're welcome, Mike. Uh, thank and you, thank Mike. you, Julie, for, for answering that. And we have another one from Karen or Kareen. I'm guessing that's Kareen Willett. Uh, how do you make how do you remain balanced and still effective when helping your clients through their life changing events? Great question. Oh, I love that. Thank you for asking that. I have to take care of myself. For, I can't, I have to be the best that I can be in order to serve my clients. And so that is, I practice what I preach. It's about meditating every day. It's about what Brian's talked about. It's about getting exercise. As soon as I'm done the interview tonight, I'm going to go out and walk with my husband. I walked earlier in their day, but it's doing that. And one of the things I've really had to learn is to have outstanding self-care for myself. Because as an entrepreneur, you can easily get burned out right? Even if you're passionate and you're working those long days, you have to make sure that you do keep your life in balance. Now, I also realize that I can't exercise every day. And what I do is, am I hitting good self-care in all areas most of the time? And if I do that, then my life goes really smoothly. And if I'm not, then I'm all about awareness, self-awareness and checking in. I'm like, what do I need to do today? And so one thing that I try to do and incorporate, now, Things have changed a little bit with everything that's gone on. For instance, I haven't been seeing clients in their homes and that will probably continue for a while. I just, that's the decision I've made. So when I'm mainly working at home and have more flexibility in my schedule, I'll wake up and say, what is it that I feel moved to work on today? And one thing that I love about that is then in that moment, I'm working on what I'm most energized and passionate about doing. Maybe it's writing. Maybe it's recording a video. And so I do different things and I like variety a lot. So it's really about being aware and having outstanding self-care and just paying attention. And if I need a break, I need a break. One thing that I've learned throughout this process, if I'm working at home for a day, and obviously if you have clients, you don't have schedule around it, but I take time out usually in the afternoon to snuggle with the cats. The cats have said, hey, I need some time. And I've discovered it's really good for me. So it's just about being aware in all areas and trying to do the best you can most of the time. And if you've got it covered most of the time, you're doing a good job. Does that answer your question? Was that helpful? And Kareen says, yes, uh, that was great. And everyone's telling me that they can't hear me. So thank you for that. Yes, we got that taken care of. Uh, I love it. Supportive. This is supportive uh, feedback, right? I love this. Uh, if, if something, and I want to touch on this a little bit, if I may, that when you're an entrepreneur, if you're being given uh, support by, say, a coach, a mentor, maybe a colleague, and all they ever are telling you is you're doing a great job, you're doing fantastic, then how is that serving you? How is that helping you? It's, I, it's not. Uh, what they need to do is show the love and give you the feedback you need and deserve to help catapult yourself farther and tell you when things are amiss or awry. Like mm -hmm. we just had it with here we go. No sound. <laughs> Can't hear you. And already then. <laughs> I love that one. And it it's very important. Uh, I learned this at a deep level being a speaker because I had one of the greatest uh, speaker coaches ever. Uh, John Kurth, who's been on this show, and Mel Cutler, who is my mentor. After each time I was on stage, John Kurth would give me incredible detailed feedback, and Mel would too. And some of it was like right between the eyes. And it's, it was done with love, though. The first time I didn't like it. It was like it was really, you know, shattering my ego. Uh, then I went on stage after that first one, and I know and I was told you improved like unbelievably. I said, wow, great then give me more. You know, I'm wanting more. The second time, if it didn't feel as bad. Third, fourth, fifth, it got better. It got to the point, Julie, where I could not wait for the feedback session. It got to the point where if either John or Mel wasn't in the room while I was speaking and taking notes, 
I knew that I wasn't going to get that feedback and I felt a little bit empty. Like, mm -hmm. oh, no, I'm not going to get the feedback because it just does nothing but make you better if you have the right people in your camp. What are your thoughts on that? I agree with you a thousand percent because life's better when we grow. If we stay stagnant, that doesn't do us good. It doesn't do the world any good. It doesn't do the people around us any good. And so, you know, all that feedback is so important because I know I know you are like, you want to be the best that you can be. And I know I want to be the best that I can be because when you do that, then it allows you to serve others and be at, at your optimum. And so that's really important. And, and it's true. It can be really hard to hear. I know sometimes I'm like, uh, when I first started my podcast, now I had hired a coach and I cringe even telling you this. They, the one thing they didn't say, have a professional mic. A podcast. Hello. And I just wasn't thinking and I'm cringe. And then I say, but it's okay. You learn from it and you still were able to build an audience. So your content must've been good. So I can take away, okay, I need to have a professional mic and the content was good. And so I'm doing something right. So find that golden nugget, even when you're getting positive feedback. And it's important to know also, you know, you were fortunate to have these two wonderful men who, you know, one who was your mentor, they were giving you constructive criticism. If people are giving you the crappy criticism that's maybe coming from jealousy or something else, let that slide. You don't need to listen to that and waste your energy on that and become practice building those muscles to understand and hear constructive criticism and know, you know what, this is going to take me to the next level and set aside what the junk. Exactly. I, I always uh, use a metaphor like if you know, you know, when you step out on that that ledge of comfort, you're stepping off of that ledge and you're no longer comfortable. That means you're you're fearing the unknown, something you're afraid of that's going to happen. And you may know that you're going to get feedback and not be looking forward to it. But the thing is, you got it's important to be comfortable with becoming uncomfortable and know that you're going to always, always improve. And what I like to say is if you're in a ship, and you're in the water and there's no wind blowing in the sails uh, and you're pointing in the wrong direction, can you steer it and change course? Well, no, because you're not moving. Now, if you start moving and you're still pointing in the wrong direction, but at least you're moving, do you have the opportunity now to write the course and change course? Yes. And does that mean when you point it, it will be going directly at the right spot at that very first turn? No, but you can continually make those adjustments until you found that sweet spot and now you're on the right course. And that's what I love to talk about is like, unless you're taking action, unless you're moving, not, you know, if you're not moving, like you said, Julie, you're, you're becoming stagnant and, you know, a ship that doesn't move is going, well, obviously it's going nowhere. Right. So, right. Um, but you can't right the ship, so to speak, and point it in the right direction toward your end goal. And so I love to uh, bring up that metaphor from time to time. So this has been a lot of fun. I'm looking at the time we're doing great. And one of the things I want to point on, uh, there's a couple more uh, business related if I can squeeze them in before time, we're doing good with comments and questions from the audience is talking about skill sets of entrepreneurs on the business end of things, you know, with all the different skills that are necessary to not just start a business, but then to keep it rolling, then to grow it and then to continue it, uh, even in the face of all this external stuff that can happen that many have been affected by. What would you think, you know, you've been doing this for some time now. At this point in your entrepreneur walk, at this point, what would you say if you were to be able to pick out just three, what would you say would be for you the most top three most important skill sets that you uh, have acquired that you would say for people to concentrate on for their business? stick to -itiveness. You know, you're going to go through some rough waters. I just, that's just how it rolls. So you have to be able to stick with it. I think that that's super important flexibility. I used to say that I was about as flexible as wood. <laughs> so being an entrepreneur has allowed me to be more flexible. Like for example, I used to be deathly afraid of public speaking and I'm not kidding. The first time I went to a networking event and they gave me 30 seconds to talk about my business, all that came out was my name and my business. And luckily <laughs> it was a really wonderful group of women. And they said, you can do it. Just take a deep breath. And I did it. And then a month later, someone said, Hey, will you come speak to my church group? And, you know, I went and she's like, here, have a plate of food, sit down. But that relaxed me. And I, after that, it gave me the confidence to go to a business and say, Hey, can I speak? I'd like to speak for your business. And I got that. So 
being flexible and saying, okay, I've got to try something that maybe I'm not comfortable with it, stick to And the other thing I would say is you have to have passion. If you aren't getting up in the morning and being like, dang, I got to do this again today. Woohoo. You're probably not doing the right thing because that is what is going to support you along with the stick to when things get rough. You have to be able to say, you know what? Okay, it's in now, but I love what I do. Love it. Uh, stick to you know, perseverance, diligence, they're all a part of that same concept that, that's so important. I agree wholeheartedly. Flexibility is one of the top, definitely. I mean, we, we only did three, and it's definitely, in my humble opinion, up there as one of the top three because every day, every single day, we need to be flexible. You know, we may have... Uh, we may have things happen to us that upset us, but we have to write that mind and get it back on track to going forward and fo on what we're focused on and not dwell on things that happen and things that just happen that require solutions. Well, all the time, every day, all day to the point where you kind of get used to it, don't you, Julie? And and mm -hmm. almost look forward to it for me because it gives you variety every day. Yes. You know, there's always some new challenge. I don't look at it as like, oh God, another setback. I'm like, no, oh, uh, Willie Crawford, I think, was the one who coined it. A setback is a setup for a comeback. It's awesome. Yes, I like uh, that. that. That's a book, by the way. You should you should read that. Not you, Julie. Everyone that's watching and listening, unless Julie you haven't read it, I'd, I'd recommend. It's a good one. Um, and then the other question I was dying to ask you, this is one of my faves, uh, is when it comes to any business, marketing is the lifeblood. And I, I find it very curious that, especially even even when this hit when our, our recent pandemic hit i saw stories of businesses the first department they cut was marketing i was like that's like cutting out your lifeline what are you doing you must if you don't have marketing you're done you know you might have current clients maybe repeat but you're not going to grow you're not going to get more mm -hmm. sales um i'm curious about each entrepreneur that comes on the show and what is it for you that's working today? Because what worked a year ago may not be working anymore. Maybe it is. But whatever it is, what is it that you do, uh, Julie, to market your business that's working right now? What's working at this moment and has been pretty successful consistently is my podcast. Mm. And almost from the beginning, like I am hovering around fifth or sixth all-time downloads on iTunes in the leisure home category. And so... And what's interesting about that is I now, for the past couple of years, take a break. I take a six-week break in the summer and the winter, but people are still downloading a lot when I don't have new content. So the podcast, I also put the podcast on YouTube. And so that is something that's been worked really well for me. And the books, because one of the things I have with the book is I was like, hey, you've purchased the book. I've got a free gift for you. So email me for your free gift. And then also mentioning, hey, I have a free 15-minute consultation. So using that as a platform to reach people. So I would say that those are the top three. I have not found success. And that's why I was like, you know, you have to figure out what works for you. I was talking to someone the other day and I said they were just starting their business. And I said, you know, play around with the platforms. Think about who you want to reach. Because, you know, I'm not on Snapchat. That's not my, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's not my audience. No one's going to hire me from Snapchat. So I'm not wasting my time on that. But if I know, okay, here's where I can be successful. Like, for instance, Facebook ads never worked for me. And I hired someone to do that. And so that was a complete bomb. But I know, okay, I have these three things and that's what works and that's what I'm going to do. Oh, the other thing I have to mention, my brother has made me do this. So he is an online marketing guy. And so he, when I was like, oh, my books are coming out, I need help with SEO. And he's like, talk to me after you have blogged twice a week for four months. So I was like, okay, but I'm telling you, I get the juice from that. That has made a huge difference. And bringing in the organizing skills, you know, one of the things I try to do with work is chunk it out. So, okay, okay. I'm going to spend a day on content. And how can I repurpose that? And I'm like, let's see if I can pull out some social media posts from these blog posts. And so it's not about reinventing the wheel every time. But I would say those are the big, the four big things that consistently have worked well for me. I love how it all started off. I think what you started off with is probably the holy grail at this very moment is podcasting. 
and it takes on several forms. People even call what we're doing right now a podcast, even though technically it's audio only podcasting is, uh, at least currently. But uh, and, and this show gets repurposed into audio only podcasts as well. And the, the interesting thing to me on this, Julie, is podcasting has been around a very long time. It's it's an older uh, strategy. It's an older technology. It's an older platform, if you will. And what I I found interesting is about a year ago, I was talking to a friend of mine who was a successful entrepreneur in his own right. And he mentioned something about podcasts. And I said, oh, you do a podcast? He goes, oh, yeah, you don't? I said, no, not yet. He's like, oh, Brian, they're, they're like, you gotta, you've got to do a podcast. It's like my, my business is crushing it as a result. I was shocked. I said, what? Podcasting? Are you kidding? It's audio. How do you wait? Okay. So I decided uh, that I would immediately start repurposing this very show into podcast format. By the way, I didn't mention this, Julie. This is show number 100 and you are on it. Phenomenal. I'm honored. I feel, wow. Show number 100. I like that. Yep, Congratulations. Thank you. I only do this once a week. So that's a couple years worth. Oh, and I wanted to bring that up when you said something about your, you said your brother talking about blogging um, yes. twice per week for four months. So I listened to, or I saw an interview on YouTube with Lewis Howes. Are you familiar with that name? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he was asked a question. He said, if, if you were to give advice to somebody who wanted to start a podcast, what would you say to them? And he was smiling before the question. And then as the question came in, he got a little more serious. And he says, well, what I would tell them is if you're going to do a podcast, then you must commit yourself to be, um, you must be consistent. You must do it consistently, whether it's once, you know, at least once a week. Mm -hmm. And you must, you must commit to doing it for no less than two years. And if you can't commit and you're not going to commit, then don't even start. And I, I applauded. I'm watching, you know, a recorded video and I'm here clapping my hands. And <laughs> it's because it takes time. And I don't know if it took you less time, but that, you know, that was a sweet spot right around year two. I mean, it's been a few months ago when my business started taking off because I'd been doing this and showing up and showing up and showing up and continually doing it. And yeah, it's a video form of podcast. It's also in audio too. So I totally agree with the podcast thing that everyone has a message. You should all, every entrepreneur should have a podcast about their service, their message, something relatable back to you and your brand. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree a thousand percent. You know, there's an, I spread, did someone say, I just heard this literally the other day, they're like a million podcasts, but then it's, I think it's now 10 episodes, but you know, the majority of those quit after 10. And wow. so that guy's advice of two years was spot on. I mean, and I started the podcast back in 2014, was oh, it? Wow. Yeah, in September of 2014. And what's interesting is when I started my podcast, Marie Kondo started, be, landed in America. And I feel a little better now because I'm like, we're kind of, you know, her husband's a marketing genius. I'm like, okay, I don't feel so bad that she, you know, and it's just there, we've had some, I've, I've listened to her and I love her energy and she talks about gratitude. So she's totally speaking my language. But to me, there was something in the ether saying, okay, you have to do this. But at the time when I started my podcast, it was very unique. No one else was doing, and I'm still fairly unique because I talk about clutter in all areas of life. So that was, I'm grateful that I got in when I did. Yeah, definitely. And, and look at that. That's six years and you're still going strong. How, how often do you do uh, episodes? Once a week, more Once often? Once a week. And I, in August, I'll celebrate 350 episodes. Congratulations. That's that's a phenomenal achievement. I, and I, I I know all too well. <laughs> yeah, you know you know what it takes. I, I had a, a different show prior to this years ago. And I had a business partner and we ended up completing 100 shows with that one as well. So it's... Uh, and doing video, not to belittle or demean podcasting in any way, but it takes a lot more preparation and a lot more um, resources to make it happen than podcasting. But at least live, you can't go any you can't go any farther back than live. <laughs> you can, but you can repurpose the heck out of it. So that's why I chose to go with live, and and it's it's authentic, right? Mm -hmm. um, can't edit what we're saying while we're live. It can be edited afterward, but I never do. I never edit the the content at all. Oh my goodness, this has been phenomenal, Julie. You are knocking it out of the park. We're getting close to the end. So there's one 
Final question. I love to ask every entrepreneur, successful entrepreneur such as yourself, who has come on to this show um, before we call it a night. And a couple more things beyond that. So uh, those of you watching, don't go anywhere. We still have that prize to give away. Um, what I like to do is uh, ask this question. Um, and every entrepreneur that's been on the show has been asked this question. And it's amazing the variety of answers that have come as a result of it. And it just, as I did it a few times, I'm like, this is interesting. Everyone has a different take on this. This is very cool. So it's very personal as a result. And so what I want to do is uh, is hit you with that question in a, in a kind way. I'm not going to hit you, hit you. Um, <laughs> but before I do that, I, I did promise everyone who's sticking with us live that I would show you a way you could win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort in Mexico. So if you have one of those little devices known as a phone, like the smartphone, you now have both Julie and my eyes permission to take your gaze away from this show just for a moment, just for a moment. Now, if you're watching on your phone, I hope you can figure this out and keep the show rolling while you bring this up. But you want to bring up your messaging app on your phone and do the following. So where you would type in the name of who you want to send the text message to, instead type in this phone number, and that is 661. 535-1624. And after you've got that in there, then where you type the message, where you're going to, you know, where you would send your emojis and your, all those uh, acronyms that I know nothing about, then you would type in the word PEAK, that's P-E-A-K, uh, that stands for Reach Your Peak. If you didn't guess, that's PEAK, uh, P-E-A-K. And again, the phone number is 661-535-1624 and type the word PEAK and hit that little send icon and you will be automatically entered for a random drawing for a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. Compliments of our pals at The Big Insider Secrets, located at TheBigInsiderSecrets.com. you want to check them out. They've got some phenomenal educational material for, you guessed it, entrepreneurs. They're amazing. Amazing. All right. We are back with Julie Caraccio. And I'll just say before we even close this whole thing out, you've been an absolute gem. I've been, I've enjoyed this thoroughly. I can't thank you enough. We're not done yet. Uh, but I just I had to get that in there because it's been a fun, fun show. And I appreciate you for everything, for being here, spending your time, and your brilliance is being shared to the world. It's phenomenal. Uh, that question. So in case, you know, the buildup is getting at you, which I can tell you're a vet, you're just like, whatever, bring it on. Uh, Again, it's a personal question. So here's the thing. There's no such thing as a wrong answer. It's impossible. In fact, the opposite is the true. It's the only correct answer is yours. Okay. I mean, that kind of takes it all away. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Now the curiosity is even more heightened. What the heck is he going to ask me? <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. And then after the question, after we get the answer, we'll come back. We're going to find out how you can connect with Julie directly. And then we are going to ride off into the sunset. All right. Here we go. <laughs> In all seriousness, Julie Caraccio, how do you define success? Ah, uh, great question. I love this question. I think, as you said, it's obviously personal. I'm a success because I've got a wonderful marriage. I'm a success because I'm an awesome cat mom. I'm a success because I'm happy in general. Is my life perfect? No. But on a whole, I'm happy every day. I realize how much I have to be grateful for. And so to me, success is, do I wake up each day, most days, fulfilled and happy? And the answer to that is yes. And I think that it's important to remember to look within for that because we are surrounded and bombarded with what it means to be successful. And that's not the same for everyone. And if keeping up with the Joneses is stressing you out and you're feeling like I have to do, I'll make all this money and you hate what you're doing, then you're not a success. So look in the answers for that. So to me, I'm happy, great marriage and most days a hundred percent fulfilled. That's just so amazing. Uh, the other problem, not problem, geez, wrong word. The other thing I noticed with each answer is no two answered it exactly the same way. And they still haven't yet. A hundred shows and no one's answered. And you're the first one. 
to ever say marriage as the first thing that came to your mind. And wow. I just smiled ear to ear because I love my wife. I mean, this is, she's my why. She's my wife for my business, for everything I do. High school sweethearts, we've been married 31 years. Just last week we celebrated. And oh. I just got this big swelling of joy when you said marriage. I'm like, oh, I love that. Uh, it doesn't mean that that's what success is for everyone. Um, some people aren't even married. Some may have rocky marriages, whatever. We are blessed, you and I, Julie, mm. to be able to make that the top uh, yeah. tier of what we deem success to be. Uh, cat mom, that was great. Uh, and happiness and waking up fulfilled and happy, very, very unique to you. And it was the right answer. There is no wrong answer. It's just it's impossible to answer it incorrectly, which is one thing I love about it. Uh, thanks. Yes. Sounds like you both make every day is super fantastic, terrific, and over the top in spite of them because of. I think he, he meant something else, but I didn't see that before I clicked it. So thank you for uh, coming on, Santos Roland Jr., Mike Mastriani, Karen Willett, or Kareen, sorry, and so many more, Eric Zuli, and we appreciate all of you coming on. We want to give you a way to connect with Julie Caraccio. And what I want to do is bring up your website at this moment. And uh, while you're giving folks the wonderful information of how to get in touch with you, how to take the conversation to the next level, I will bring that up and hand it over to you. Well, thank you. If you go to reawakenyourbrilliance.com, you can learn all about me. I have all my social media. You can see in the right-hand corner there. If you are a DIY person, we've got the shops, we have books, we have affirmations, a bunch of other good stuff. And I do have a free 15-minute consultation if anyone's interested in decluttering their life. What? Is that here on the schedule and appointment? Yep. And is this the best way to reach you? Uh, or what is the best way? What is your preferred method? Uh, you know what? Email usually works. I prefer email over text. Text can kind of get lost and overwhelming, but either through social media or email Julie at reawakenyourbrilliance.com. It just so happened to have that at the ready. And I honestly, we didn't script that out. Just got to be prepared, be ready. So fantastic. <laughs> yes, thank you. Getting more comments. This is phenomenal. And it has been phenomenal. And I appreciate you once again. Uh, Julie, this has been, uh, I get the most out of this in, of anybody. I kid you not, uh, because, and you you understand that doing your, your podcast as well, that the person running it, this is another reason to start your own podcast if you haven't, is the incredible amount of value and things you will learn that you can literally implement and execute in your own business. I've done, I've taken things I've learned from this show from people like you, Julie, and put them into my business model some of which you've experienced. You don't even know which one it might have been already, uh, Julie, but I did. And it's it just makes world of difference because you you model. All you need to do is pattern or model success. And what does that mean? It means copy. So, you, Julie, does everyone have your permission to copy your success, to, to follow along and do the things you do and think the way you think? Absolutely. And but you know, put your own twist on it because you have your unique perspective that's going to jazz someone up and get them excited to do something. So take mine and then put your special twist on it. And that's the beautiful part about it because that's that's the beauty of entrepreneurship is individuality that you get to express as your own boss and being the person running the show, having all the creativity, making the decisions, uh, and deciding you know how it's going to go forward. And it, it's all on you. That's the beautiful, the best part of it is no one is responsible for your success but you. Mm -hmm. If you work for a corporate job, then you're beholden to the success of that company to keep you employed. And many, unfortunately, many have suffered uh, in that light recently. And now more than ever, it's more important to start a home-based business that you can run online if possible to have a different or separate or additional stream of income. I'm not saying replace your jobs. Please don't get that wrong. If you like your job, if you wanna keep your job, if it's a, a good provider for you, do that, make it a priority. And then also I would recommend looking for a, another stream or two of income and develop that. Yes, Kareen, you're very welcome. Thank you both, Brian and Julie. Love your transparency and authentic viewpoints. Yes. Uh, and. I, I echo that sentiment, especially of you, Julie. Uh, appreciate you and everything you've done. 
All right. Well, we only have another hour to go. So now on the second half of the show, I'm just kidding. We are about to wrap it up. So any final parting thoughts or advice, uh, Julie, that you want to leave our listeners with? Absolutely. First, I want to thank you for having me on the podcast and thank you for sharing your gifts with the world because it's obvious to me that you love what you do. I just want to leave everyone with one final thought to remember that you are good enough, you are worthy enough, and you are loved no matter what. Because when I think of things and when we get stuck, we're either coming from fear or coming from love and we get these false ideas that we aren't good enough, we aren't worthy, we aren't loved, and that nothing could be further from the truth and go out there we need more awesome entrepreneurs. You can do that, and I'm cheering you on. What a great way to end it. Julie Caraccio, thank you so much. On behalf of this amazing young woman, I'm your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. We will see you again next week. Until then, be blessed. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye now. Thank you for watching and listening. This has been the Mind Body Business Show with Brian Kelly.